to Just Friends, the podcast where one man and one woman stood in front of all of their friends and vowed to be just friends forever. And now they watch Friends together for the first time ever. <laughs> just like Monica and Richard. Oh my god, that's exactly where I got it from. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. Cause you're the friend that I've been searching for. I'm Becca. I'm Chris. And this week in Friends, we watched Season 3, Episode 13. What? The one where Monica and Richard are just friends. This is basically, I mean, this is like our episode, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it certainly had the name of the show in the title. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> I have a very low threshold. This was written by... Michael Burkow and directed by Robbie Benson. So two men made this episode. We definitely had Robbie Benson before. Yeah. Old Bobby Benson. Bobby B. It's nice to see him grow up and do something great. Oh, those those Benson kids. <laughs> they were wild. I had a friend named last name of Benson in, in high school. I have a coworker, first name Benson. Can go either way on that one. All right. Should we discontinue the Benson segment and move on? All right. Benson watch is over so obviously we know that by the name of the title monica and richard are going to have a run-in it happens in the movie store very 90s the movie store what did you call it uh not the movie store what did the video we call rental it? yeah the, like the video store maybe um yeah video rental movie store is totally acceptable <laughs> yeah i mean i i can't i feel like there was another term that I, it definitely wasn't movie store <laughs> Monica is picking out a movie, and Tom Selleck shows up. No, Mustache. she's returning a movie. Whatever. She's doing something with the The details movie. matter. <laughs> and she can't afford to pay the late fee, or the, you know, the overage. It's an extra day or something. And Dr. Burke swoops in to help her cover the late fee, because she can't. I had to turn it up at this part. I couldn't hear what she was saying. You know, I have trouble hearing in the range of human... It was already turned off at this point. <laughs> I have to listen to it on, like, deaf, deaf level. Yeah, so Tom Selleck shows up. He doesn't have a mustache anymore. And she's all, Richard, what are you doing here? He's like, fancy seeing you here. You've got underwear stuck to your leg. Panties. Panties. That's right. He does say panties. Or pantyhose or panties? Panties. Yeah. Yeah. Later, but he does. she does have pantyhose as well. And she's like, oh, well, it's because I was doing the laundry and the static cling. Or maybe the universe knew I would see you here today. Monica, you know, she has this whole dichotomy of, like, super uptight, but also total disaster. Yeah. Had uh, had Tom Selleck, his, his, did he have more of, like, a widow's peak? Is he just, like... Uh, you know, maybe. I thought the, he did. He seemed You know, or different. maybe we never noticed it before because his mustache was so full and beautiful. I guess. I, yeah, I just don't remember. I feel like he had more of a... Mm -hmm straight hairline maybe he just gave up on it and or yeah. just embraced his he's old his aging mm -hmm. they you know quickly move from like a friendly hello hug where richard does find the pantyhose on monica and he's like i'll hide this one from her more pantyhose <laughs> and into like making fun of a very intimate moment of like making fun of other people in the movie store oh yeah yeah, like they were saying how like some guy was just waiting for everyone to leave so he could go into the porno section or whatever. Yeah, but like that sort of banter of, you know, judging other couples. You and I do that at dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. we like to play a game. Um, Why else do you go to dinner? <laughs> I can eat at home and not judge people. 
where we try to determine if other people are on, like what date they're on. You know, have they been together forever? Yeah, yeah first date, uh, you know, divorce or breakup any moment, mm-hmm. anything, anything in between. Yeah. I love, you know, finding, sitting next to someone and like overhearing their whole conversation. It's one of my favorite things. Why I love eating out in New York because you're like crammed right next to people. In the in the movie store, did you notice one of the the most prominent movie poster in the background? I didn't. It was like the Nutty Professor, isn't that the one with Eddie Murphy in the fat suit, um, like the clumps, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was that it was Eddie Murphy in the fat suit. Oh. As the Nutty Professor. Wow. Yeah, it was in the shots. Like I don't know if it was like some sort of subtle, probably cross promotion or something. Yeah. But it was very. I couldn't help but notice it, but wow. apparently... Great work. Yeah. Not for me. I'm immune to, for, to advertising. You just hate Eddie Murphy. <laughs> what? Why would you even say that? You know how much I love Eddie Murphy. Not in The Nutty Professor, but his early work. So... They agree to get, like, a lunch at this point? Or yeah. Or is that later? Yeah. Well, I think they agree to get lunch, and then they agree to do, like, a, a dinner in Monica's apartment. And everyone's like, oh, dinner, like, get ready to go to Plowtown. I don't remember what they actually said in the show. Yeah, well, well she had gone to lunch with him and then, like, must have spent the rest of the day because Rachel's like, someone got in late last mm-hmm. night. And then she's like, oh, you know, I was out with Richard. I'm going to see him again. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Chris right now. <laughs> Can't teach him how to make lasagna. He's doing, like, a whole shoulder bop thing and, <laughs> I don't know, your mouth is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Monica mouth. Everyone's like, if you're going to invite Richard into your house, obviously you're going to bang. And she's like, no, we're just friends. Like, we had lunch together. We're totally on the same page. But, every, I mean, you can't invite someone to make dinner in your house and expect not to bang. It's almost rude. I would say it's rude. I mean, depending on the context, this is one of those contexts. Uh, Thank you. But also, yeah, and then she's like, all right, now we're both going to jam our hands into this vat of tomatoes yeah talk about intimate i can't think of a more intimate yeah. cooking experience if i wasn't trying to bang i'd be like this will go faster and be easier if just one of us does this <laughs> like, we don't... can you please go sit on the couch no you can do there's other steps to lasagna it's got so many layers and shit like you can yeah. whatever deal with the cheese yeah give them the ricotta cheese that's the like one of the least sexy foods yeah squeeze out the water i don't know what to do with it <laughs> no too sexy <laughs> don't look at me while i do it <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, they are having a very, you know, sloppy, sexy moment together where Monica's getting food on Richard and she's like, oh, sorry, let me dabble that off. And he's like, oh, what's going on? Because she like pauses and looks him in the eyes and she's like, oh, sorry, you have some on your pants too. Well, because she was rubbing it like on his chest mm-hmm. and she like stops and is like, ooh, chest. Richard chest, <laughs> memories. Yeah. And then she calls it out on, on his pants. Yeah. He's like, I'll throw him away. I don't think that they do bang this time, though. No. Yeah. No, they definitely don't. So I guess I was wrong. Like, you know, they're not definitely going to bang that time. But they do end up banging. Richard calls Monica and he's like, are we doing the right thing by being just friends? And she's like, yeah, totally. I'm sure. And he's like, are you sure? I don't remember. And they, uh, she opens the door when she hears a knock and it's Richard there. And then he says, are you sure? And she's like, no. And then they bang. And then she's like, I'll call you back. Because they're on the phone. Yeah. You know, he's on his cell phone outside her apartment mm-hmm. creeping. Mm-hmm. She's like, but we can remain just friends, right? And he's like, yeah, it's no different than playing racquetball with somebody. She's like, so do you have any other racquetball buddies? And he's like, uh, only your dad. And she's like, what? But of course he meant actual racquetball. Yeah. 
I mean, I think she got the joke. Yeah. Like, My dad's gay. <laughs> she seemed like she didn't get the joke. No, I don't know. Maybe. Like she was thinking like, wait, what? Are we talking about actual racquetball or you plowing my dad? <laughs> Show would take a real turn. <laughs> he reveals that he has a blind date next week and he's like, but I shouldn't cancel, right? And she's like, no, definitely not. Because that would mean you're canceling for me and we're just friends. So I'm totally cool with it. In a really overwrought kind of way that shows well, it's she's very not, clear. Yeah, yeah. That she is, you know, getting feelings again. And it is not... Getting feelings again. <laughs> yeah. You know feelings. We've all had them. And she's getting them again. At one point, Monica, she has a really shitty day at work. Her boob, like, burns off in the fire or something. A grill fire scorches <laughs> one of her tits. Her fake and, tits. Her real ones presumably remain unscathed. Yeah, because of the great, you know, protection from the huge fake tits. Mm -hmm. So she does have them to thank for that. Of course, they could also be the reason for the fire, but hard to say. Anyway. Yeah, maybe the fire may have just missed her chest entirely. Mm -hmm. It is a pretty funny shot because she's wearing like her 50s diner clothes, pink sweater. She's got one huge boob still. She's still left it in. And Yeah, she, like she just rides the subway home. Yeah, like, oh, man. What? Or walks down the street. Yeah, definitely wouldn't have any problems with creeps on the subway. <laughs> and she has the other one is like totally gone flat and uh, scorched. scorched. And she's like, oh. Rachel, I had such a bad day, blah, blah, blah. And Rachel's like, hmm, sorry, just laughing because I think your day might turn around. And Ra Monica's like, whatever. She walks into her bedroom and Richard is there with a rose in his mouth, two glasses of wine, sitting there with, with a, like, he's got roses. like a rose in his, in his mouth yeah. and like wine, petals everywhere. He's like very beautiful. On the bed. He's wearing a tuxedo, I think. Yeah, at least a suit. At least a suit. Definitely lapels. Yeah, he looked great, and it was a really nice thing, I think, to come home to after having such a shitty day. Yeah, you just got to distract from his widow's peak with <laughs> all those roses. I didn't notice it. Definitely moving from just friends to more than just friends. Or so it would seem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do that move and expect to be just friends. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I thought that, you know... And Monica clearly thought as well that it was, you know, this was him, you know, making the move to, you know, out of the friend realm. Yeah. Who wouldn't think that? That's like real forethought. How long was he sitting there with like two glasses of wine in his hands? You know? Yeah. Nobody ever thinks about that. Like, she's a little late from work. She's obviously had a bad day. That's probably going to keep yeah. her a little longer. How she's long probably is this hourly, jackass sitting you know, in the room? Probably hourly at the mm -hmm. diner. She could just stay a little bit longer, get some extra cash. You know, she has whatever. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. She covers a shift, works a double. Meanwhile, Richard's sitting there, his hands cramping from holding the wine. Yeah, and then he ends up sleeping with Rachel. That's a totally different show. <laughs> it's not a show anymore. It's just a porno. <laughs> we don't need to see it. It's just, <laughs> you can allude to it. Yeah. Well, that's, this is when they do sleep together, I think. Or no. Yeah. Well, they definitely... No, they did before. They uh, did? Yeah, when when they were at the door, when he oh yeah yeah that was when, when they, he makes the yeah. phone call outside the apartment. That's right. the first time. When yeah, they, when, because when then they they're pan, talking about racquetball. Yeah, when they pan down yeah. to a shirtless. Oh God. Tom Selleck. Okay, so one of my coworkers, <laughs> I've been calling him topless. He wears clothes, but like, whatever. It's it's context. <laughs> he has clothes. It, it makes sense in context, but for some reason, a couple of times I've talked about being topless with him. Okay, I should also mention this is one of my direct reports, and it's still not weird. <laughs> and he's like, you can't call men topless. Like, men are shirtless. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, you don't have a top on. He's like, no, women wear tops, men wear shirts. 
And I'm like, all shirts are tops. Like, this is absurd. Yeah, I mean, I know where he's coming from. And shirtless is better. Yeah, because, I mean, I think, you know, men, you never refer to, like, a man's top, really. I do. When? I love aside that guy's from, top. Aside from when they don't have one on and they're topless. <laughs> I, I love that man's top. I've yeah, never... that guy's top looks great. <laughs> like, what are you talking Like, his pecs? Like, what is his top? His, well, hair, his haircut? You can look forward to me saying that to men now. Like, oh, I love that top. <laughs> you should. Well, yeah, you know, we go back to bars. You're just talking yeah. to strangers. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's a great top. Yeah. Like, are you hitting on me or I've calling me I've been looking gay? for something like that for my husband for so long. <laughs> you should try it. I'm going to. See what happens. We're having people this up this weekend, and all the men will be getting compliments on their tops. Yeah. You need to have a best men, best male top competition, you know, sometime during the party. You trot them up on on a stage. Best male all the top li- all the is ladies gonna know. be a weird <laughs> party. I can't believe you I... said that without with a straight face. <laughs> However, you want to interpret the category. <laughs> Welcome to our party. We are looking for the best male top here. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your best tops. <laughs> After this, Monica tries to reverse the surprise to Richard, and she goes into his bedroom, does the same exact thing, which is. It, it kind of fits with Monica, actually, because she's already said in the previous episode, I think, that she's not creative. She doesn't know poetry. You know, she's just like trying to do nice things. Mm-hmm. This is something nice. So she's doing the same nice thing back. And this time she hears a woman's voice and Richard is giving a woman a tour of his apartment. He's like, it's a pretty basic apartment. Here's the kitchen. She's like, where's the bedroom? And <laughs> it's much more age appropriate woman for Tom Selleck it really than Monica is. is. Yeah. At first I was like, is this like some sort of, uh, um, like not a date, like that it was just like some woman and like he was showing yeah, his mom. Yeah, I thought it was a cleaning apartment. woman. Yeah. Like, and he's like, okay, living room, kitchen, like these are the places you're going to clean. And she's like, where's the bedroom? And he's like, here's the bedroom. You're going to clean that too. And no, it was definitely, yeah, it but... was his blind date. He says that. Mm-hmm. Monica, hearing another woman's voice, she jumps under the bed covers and he opens the door, sees her and he's like, oh, sorry, like no bedroom today. And she's like, where's, you know. Where's the bedroom? Where's the bedroom? Where's the bedroom? (laughs) (laughs) Where's she the bedroom? Well, yeah. And then, because Monica, she had been chugging all the wine she had poured. Well, she chugged it. all the candles. Yeah, yeah, right. Just trying to make it look cool. Um, And then Tom Selleck feigns tiredness. He's like, "Ah, well, better hit the hay. Yeah. And he goes in there and he's like, so, you know, we're just friends, right? And she's like, oh, no, like... I don't know if I can do this, you know, big talk. Like, I want to be just friends, but, like, maybe we could be just friends in front of all of our friends yeah, and we ought to be friends forever. Yeah, just friends who are exclusive. Just friends that yeah. get in front of all their other friends and say that they're going to be best friends forever. You know, whatever. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I want to do all those things with you, but nothing has changed, so, like, yeah. you should know that. And the way that I recall it is that he, you know, gave in to Monica having wanting to have kids, so... Well, he like reluctant. He like relented. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but, you know, like, she could see that it was just, you know, his heart wasn't in it. Ugh, whatever. This is some, like, if you love him, let him go bullshit. Like, yeah. yeah whatever. He's got the money. Just, uh, he doesn't yeah. have to be an active dad. The worst part about it is going to be when, like, her dad is getting sick and, like, taking care of him and, you know, both of her parents and her husband. You know, it's, like, all of them at the same time. That's going to be annoying and rough. Yeah. I mean, well, hopefully her parents would go first. They're older. But not by much. Are, Are they older? Or no, I guess they're, like, contemporaries. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. Knock them all out at once. <laughs> you can just put them all in one, one room. One really tough year. <laughs> Yeah, so they decide to bang one last time, or as they say, one last game of racquetball. And I guess that's the last we'll see of Richard. I mean, For now. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? They really have been juicing this lemon for a while. Mm-hmm. Joey's apartment, nowhere in sight, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I miss Joey's apartment. Yeah. They I... still have the dog from it in uh, their apartment. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess, I don't know what the b-plot is maybe joey and rachel both reading books <laughs> yeah it was more it was more entertaining than that but yeah, yeah. i, mean, I kind of liked it oh me too so it's another breakfast in monica and rachel's apartment when this is when monica reveals that you know she had a long day with richard but everyone is there like getting ready to go to work <laughs> including ross who again does not live in the building yeah, I mean, you know, we've discussed this. It's just, it never doesn't make, they're just like always there. If, yeah. if there were just always people, no matter how good of friends I was, and they were just like always there before I woke up. Yeah, 7 a.m., <laughs> people are at my apartment. <laughs> I would be, or 8, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Before noon. You got like two commutes. Yeah, it's one, just One crazy. to your friend's apartment and then to work. Ugh, God. So everyone's talking. Rachel reveals that, you know, she's still working. She has to get to work, blah, blah, blah. And she's going to be working late. She makes Ross. Ross is like, oh, you're working late again? And she's like, yeah, but I'm going to make it worth your while when I come back. And he's like, well, then I support you working late. That's like an actual plot point. Ross, anyway. Ross didn't really have much to do this episode. Yeah, it's true. He was just a, like a cog. Yeah, he was sprinkled around. Mm -hmm. Rachel does come back late, as she says. And for some reason, she goes into Joey's apartment and looks for ice. And... She is talking with Joey, and she's like, hey, why do you have uh, The Shining in here? In the freezer. Yeah, in the freezer. And he's like, oh, well, I read it until it got too scary, and then I put it in the freezer, you know, to protect myself. This whole thing is pretty funny to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, so she's like, oh, and that makes you uh, safe? And he's like, well, safer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not foolproof. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I end up doing it every time I read The Shining. And Rachel's like, how many times have you read The Shining? He's like, oh, you don't have a book that you read over and over? First of all, the fact that they're doing this whole plot line with Joey is shocking to me. Because most of the Joey plot lines are like, Joey can't read. Or Joey is so dumb. Yeah, I mean, later Ross makes some reference to it being like the only book that Joey has ever loved or something. Like that he might only, like only not, read The Shining. <laughs> not scary book or something? Or the, the only book he's ever loved that... Uh... Isn't horror? Well, no, when he started reading Little Women, he's like, it's the only book he's ever loved that doesn't star Jack Nichol ah, Nicholson. Yes. Well, he could also have read uh, One Flew Over the Cuck Cuckoo's Nest then. Nicholson? Which, Nicholson. One is, which one is the actor? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, Jack Nicholas is the golfer, and I always mix him up. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so he could have also read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. I mean, but I thought that comment made it sound like, you know, 
He doesn't do a whole lot of reading. It's true. So but yeah, it is sort of surprising. But yeah. you know, he reads it in typical Joey fashion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scared. Weird. Yeah, and throwing it in the freezer when he <laughs> needs a break. Yeah. Rachel reveals that she loves Little Women, and she's read it like a million times. And they decide to do a book swap. Like you know, she reads The Shining, he reads Little Women, and he's like, "Oh, how like how little are these women? Like scary little." <laughs> Joey starts reading Little Women, and he loves it. He thinks, he does think that Joe is a boy, and he thinks that uh, Lori... Lori was, he thought Lori was a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lori's a girl, and Joe's a boy. Mm-hmm. That's what he thinks. And it's obviously the opposite. Anyone who's read Little Women or seen the award-winning film that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember much about it. Oh. I loved that book, too. It was just like Rachel. I've actually read both of these books. Both good books, both in different ways. That's it. So Joey's just getting really into it. And like Chris said, there's a point when Joey is... He wants to talk about The Shining. And Rachel's like, oh, you know, they just went into room 217. I think that's what she says. Does she Uh, say 217 or 237? I think she says 237. Okay, good. Because 217 is the room in the movie. Yeah, they both ask each other, like, how the book is going. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, what's his name? Joe? Joey Torrance? What's Jack. Jack Torrance. Is the little kid? Uh, yeah. No. No, no, Jack is the, um... Yeah. Is the adult. Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny. Yeah. yeah. So Danny, uh, yeah, he just went into room 237, and Joey's like, oh, that's the best part. And then he, yeah, like... Yeah, like, then the old lady, in the yeah. like, naked dead lady in the tub, and Comes she's out. like, stop it, yeah. you know? He's like, oh, sorry, I'll talk in code. And then he starts, like, saying... Just inserting blanks. Mm-hmm. Blank, blank, blank. Yeah, yeah, when you see the two blanks in the hallway, you know. To uh, Ross and Chandler. Yeah, all blank and no blank makes blank a blank blank. And they're all like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he says one that's terrible that, like, gives away the entire ending without really putting blanks in the important parts. <laughs> yeah. He, he basically and just like, oh, Joey, I can't believe you did that. Because somehow she doesn't know the ending of The Shining, a very famous movie from 1980. <laughs> yeah, I mean, plus, you know, what does she think is going to happen? But yeah, that she did, wouldn't know the ending of it was be kind of surprising. So she, of course, is Rachel. So she's incredibly petty. And she immediately goes really hard on giving away the like major plot points of Little Women. She's like, oh, well, guess what? Joe... Uh, Tori proposes, or Lori proposes to Joe, and she says no. And even then he she, marries, even though she loves him still. Yeah, and... and he marries Amy, and he's like, "What?" And then he gives away. He's like, "Oh, the whole place burns down," something like that. Which does that happen in the book? I can't. I... Doesn't happen in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and it does burn down. I'm pretty sure. It's been years since I read this book. That's not how the movie ends. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You He he, he freezes to death, the opposite of burning down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely like that whole freezing part. That's not in the um, book. So she's like, what? Like, you know, well, guess what? Beth dies. And Joey's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, come on, you're not serious, right? And Ross is like, that's when he does the part that Chris was describing earlier. Yeah, well, he's like, he's like, well, he's like, come on. He's like, guys, like, if I keep reading the book, Beth's, Beth's not going to die, is she? And they're like, oh, no, no, she doesn't die, Joey. It's like, right, Rachel, you were just kidding. Yeah. 
Like Joey's asking you, are you telling him? Yeah, yeah are you ruining like ruining? the only book he's ever loved that doesn't star Jack Nicholson? She's like, she's like oh, God. And Rachel, for the first time ever, sucks it up and does something <laughs> nice a, for someone else. Shows a modicum of compassion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it appears to be the hardest thing that she's ever done. At the end, Joey comes in and like the after credits part, Joey comes in and... Rachel's like, he looks sad. Rachel goes, are you, are you okay? He's like, Beth's not doing so well. He's like, Beth's real sick. <laughs> and he's like, Joe's there, but I don't think that there's anything else that they can do. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, do you want to put it in the freezer? <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. She's like, okay. It was funny. I like that Yeah, part. that was funny. It was funny and I teared up a little. I'm tearing up now just thinking about it. That's a really sad part. And the C-plot. Phoebe is dating a guy who hangs brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, almost all of it. Yes. <laughs> I thought I recognized this guy. I didn't. Yeah. He's been in things, but hard yeah. to say. I thought I would recognize at least him or the uh, the video store clerk. Real no extras one. or a small. Yeah, usually, you know, they'll get like, you know, some like a weird stand up before they were big or something will be tossed yeah. in there. I guess Doug Benson has been in the background of a couple of episodes that we've already watched. Anyway, so another Benson. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe Bobby Benson's cousin. Ooh, some nepotism. Mm hmm. So Phoebe, it starts out with she says she's learning how to rollerblade, which is funny because I, Chris and I have seen many times like women. Who are too old to be learning how to rollerblade, rollerblading oh, around God, the city. just struggling so <laughs> yeah. much, like barely moving, like almost falling and just, I don't. Looking miserable. And I'm like, what has inspired these women to do this crazy thing? <laughs> I don't know if they're getting a good workout, like they're not moving very fast. Like it can't be burning any more calories than just walking. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they all turn it around eventually and I just never get to see it, but it's <laughs> tough to watch. I always think that it's like that. Women in our scuba class who, like, definitely didn't know how to swim. Who was, like, terrified of the water. <laughs> yes. Like, what was, was this, like, her therapist told her to go to, like, That's my theory. <laughs> that, like, that woman, these women rollerblading, they're all, like, their therapist is, like, just just get out there and do something new. Like, what's something you always wanted to do? And they're, like, I, you know, when I was younger, I always wanted to rollerblade. My mom would never let me. And they're, like, yes, good. Just get the fuck out of this room and go rollerblade. Because, yeah. like, listening to people whine in Manhattan must be just such an insufferable job. I mean, you know, pays well. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you got to take a break and just tell people to go rollerblade sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I used to rollerblade around Queens. But I know how to rollerblade. Yeah, <laughs> I totally different. I don't, don't fumble through. I knew how to rollerblade when I was younger. and then You don't anymore. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, yeah, this must be just like riding a bike. I put on the rollerblades and I was like, what? This is totally different. This is not anything this like I... Not... So I was one of those women, actually, that I'm yeah. talking about. This is not how rollerblades were when I was a kid. <laughs> These are different. They were. They were different. <laughs> Sound like a... One of those old fogies who smokes uh, pot, the you know modern pot is like, whoa, this whoa. is this isn't the the swag we used to smoke back in the sixties. <laughs> Phoebe comes back and everyone's in the coffee shop and her new beau is always like putting his leg up on things. He's wearing shorts that are decently long, actually. It's not like he's wearing short shorts. Yeah, I mean they they establish that he's like a a jock. He's he's like oh like you know he's gonna teach Phoebe how to like rollerblade and do all these sports and other jockey things. So he's always in athletic gear like always, the entire yeah. time. 
Yeah. yeah. That's definitely his scene. So he's got his leg propped up on a table or the couch or something. And Chandler definitely looks. He looks. Like, he, like, well, it's like it's in his stretches face. Yeah. his neck up and everything. And he's like, oh, yep, there it is. Like, I can see Dong. And then he's like, Ross, check it out, you know. So he sees, like, that. I guess he's not wearing any underwear under these. Well, yeah. Presumably. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then it's, like, the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can see that guy's dick. Yeah. I mean, the crowd loved it. Oh they, were God, they were just eating wild. it up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess that's a pretty salacious plot Low line or hanging something. hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for that time period or something, I guess. But, yeah, they were all, every time, they're just like, oh, my God. God, they can all see his dick. This is wild. <laughs> just going nuts. Reminds me of Billy Madison. I think I oh. just saw that guy's balls. <laughs> they were weird looking. <laughs> but you know, that that's all you need. That's the only moment. Just exactly. one, quick, one quick ball shot. Okay, so Adam Sandler, known you know, blue, <laughs> low common denominator humor, he only does one ball joke in his movie. That is basically just filled with childish humor. And friends managed to stretch this out over, you know, a 10 minute plot point. Yeah. I mean, it had some, I did like the, uh, the part where when Chandler was trying to convey to Ross what had happened, because Chandler is like having like a breakdown and like stumbles up to the. Chandler has never seen Dick before, apparently. Yeah, he like stumbles to the coffee counter and Ross is like, what, what is it? And he's like trying to convey that he can see. Uh, Robert's balls mm. or dong, you know, whatever. And he's like, uh, well, he he's said hanging, showing brain. Sh- yeah, and that's that part I liked. He's like, he's like, he's showing brain. <laughs> now I believe that brain must be testicles. Yeah, yeah. And um, they also make testes jokes later. Yeah, a lot but there's of testes. no way that you can see balls without dick, right? I mean, depending on like you know, the balls would be you'd see, depending on which way he uh, hangs, which way he lies. Okay, so if his dick goes to like the left and his balls are, you only see one ball. I yeah. guess no, you would see both balls. I mean, yeah, you could easily just see one. Mm. Yeah, you know, I need to. I'll, I'll draw a diagram Thank later. You. Thank you. I'm trying to. No, you, you know, you got testicles, and uh-huh. if you hang to one side, if you look through this pant leg, you would only see one ball. Yeah, this yeah. one, this this testicle. Okay, that's fair. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> no diagram needed. It's, you know, the I, hand I, gestures I, were great. I error diagram. I'm sorry that you know listeners won't be able to see. Hopefully everyone can understand. Yeah, that'll be the Instagram post. <laughs> you diagramming it? Just, you know, no, like a, one of those like health book diagrams of a, <laughs> of a penis. And like with some sort of like telescoping circle thing. Like here's what you would see through the shorts. You should get it. Like um, put it over a shot of what he uh, from the. Like where his balls, still, would, where yeah. his balls would be. Your theory. Well, they never show it from the front. So you can like overlay uh you know there's one there's a couple of shots where you're from like they're looking from the coffee shop counter yeah over at him and so then you could do it then but it's basically like his favorite thing in the world to put his leg up and then like you know just well, talk about yeah. things just putting his leg up in all contexts just no matter what yeah J- there's one part where he like bends over and they're like oh my god there it is but, yeah well that you know, like what has he got like dangly you know yeah, what be is happening hanging here? down like, like eight is it supposed to be yeah exactly like he's got some old man balls that are like dragging on the toilet water every time he sits down or like a huge dick like what are we talking about here yeah it's a if, little confusing if they had if he had shorter shorts on i would allow it but 
Okay, uh, <laughs> I think that this whole plot would have made more sense if they just put him in short shorts. Yeah, they put him in like, you know, it was like mid 90s like, like mid style. They could have put yeah. him in like, you know, 70s 70s yeah. basketball shorts, like, you know, mm-hmm. like the like the diagonal tapered cut. Yeah, thing, absolutely. It's basically like a baggy speedo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put him in that, I'll buy it. Absolutely. Me too. Then, but but you it didn't don't... make any sense. Then you barely even need to kick your leg up. That would just be would just be out. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. This is what makes me frustrated about friends sometimes. Like it's like the clothing department or whatever, and the writers are not in the same universe. It's just crazy. So then at the end, you know, Chandler basically tells everyone he gets Joey to notice. He eventually uh, Phoebe notices. Like they tell him, they tell her, like, okay, you know. Robert, like, just take a look right now. And she's like, oh, my God. And Phoebe, of course, she can't deal with this kind of stuff of, like, knowing that someone is doing something embarrassing and not telling them. Mm -hmm. So she's, like, trying to find a way to tell him. And she's like, okay, Robert, like, we have to sit down and I have to talk to you. And she's like, okay. Like, you're a really great guy. Yeah. And he's like, come on. Like, why does this keep happening? He puts his leg up. He's like, is it something I'm putting out there? Or am I nuts? Am I just nuts? <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, oh my God, he you, said nuts. You're all nuts. <laughs> and Phoebe, she never tells him. Gunther comes over and he's like, hey, man, this is a family restaurant. Put the mouse back in the house. <laughs> I mean, it was Gunther's best line yeah. so, so far. Because was it the only line where he's not just pining over Rachel? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think he may have had one or two others that weren't necessarily like funny I feel like this was the one that was supposed to be funny that i actually enjoyed because he's just like you know that's what it should be like you know sassy quick one-liner coffee guy yes. not a you know weird weird creep in the background <laughs> yeah i'm hoping this is kind of what we talked about like hopefully he transitions into that yeah where he just pops in you know, quick little whatever witty line, insult, something, whatever. Yeah, incisive and everyone's like, observation. oh, Gunther. Yeah, and that would be hilarious. Yeah, classic Gunther line. Yeah, like, you know, I don't need him staring at Rachel's nipples all episode or something or yeah. whatever he's doing in the You're background. You're already doing that. Yeah. If you don't, <laughs> yeah. Get out of my territory. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. So another... Love ruined for Phoebe because he, oh yeah, they even try to give him stretchy shorts and he's like, I can't because I just feel too exposed. Everyone's like, exposed. He's like, they're so tight. I just feel like I'm, you know, out there or something. And somebody's like, 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 you're already out there. Yeah. I do wonder, like, okay, I don't know if you'll even be able to answer this, but if you're a man and you've got shorts on, no underwear, wouldn't you be able to feel the cool breeze? Uh, Yeah, I mean, eventually, or you'd, I mean, you would... You'd be conscious of, you know, the fact that you may be exposed. out there. And yeah, like if you're, if they're truly out and exposed, like, yeah, there's going to be airflow. Yeah. There's going to be airflow. You'll, I feel, I feel like you would know, or you would eventually know, like you might not, maybe not immediately or in all contexts, but for the amount of time and the number of times that he did do this, I think that he would, he, he should figure it out. He just, maybe he has unsensitive testicles that Mm. just you know from all the chafing of not wearing underwear with all your pants and doing sports yeah maybe he just is so used to the breeze that's that's his normal yeah that's true that's a good theory other theory major fetish p 
people seeing his balls. Yeah, it's a real power play. <laughs> Did you notice the book that Ross was reading when they Race? were talking? Yeah, it was it was just called like it was like race and the subtitle was like like whites and blacks and what they really think about the American dream or something. It was some sort of like weird American race relations book. Interesting. Just like a, just be like casually, you know, they're reading some, you know, some fiction and he's reading some sort of hard hitting yeah. race relations book. It's also the first time we've seen Ross read. So, I mean, you know, people reading on sitcoms generally not really a crowd pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> like what are they supposed to be doing? Race. How blacks and whites think and feel about the American obsession. Oh, American obsession. I couldn't see the last word. Yeah. I just ad-libbed that one. First published in 1992 at the height of the fur over the Rodney King incident. Studs, Studs Turkles. Studs Turkles race was an immediate bestseller. I never thought that Studs Turkle would be writing books like this. I mean, is that a pen name? I don't <laughs> I've never even heard of this. I'm sure it was a flash in the pan. No, it seems like it wasn't. What? Yeah. It had sustained relevance? Sustained relevance. It has 541 reviews on Goodreads. Is that a lot? It's a decent amount. I just feel like with my media study background that I'm shocked that no one made me read this book. Might read it. See what people were thinking about race in the 90s. Especially Studs Terkel. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it how it ages. Yeah. That's mostly what I'm interested in. Okay. That's it. I didn't have any other thoughts. How'd you feel about the episode overall? Uh, okay. You know. Oh, that's a pretty positive review for you. I can feel that that's like a higher pitched okay, which is a more positive okay. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't think it was bad. Um, I thought the, the Dr. Burke thing wasn't as annoying. I mean, it's more annoying when Monica was like endlessly pining for him after it ended. That Hopefully was that doesn't restart now. So, I mean, I'd rather have him back than have her in some sort of tailspin again. So um, that wasn't unwelcome. And uh, the Joey thing, that was funny. The ball thing had some amusing moments. I mean, I think they... Some good terms. I haven't heard showing brain in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, you know, they definitely got more out of it than they should just be. I think maybe it was just more of a scandalous kind of like, oh, my God, <laughs> plot line than it is today. Yeah. But uh, is there any hot, hot Friends news? Friends news. There is, actually. I've been getting a lot of Friends news and I'm upset because I don't know how to bookmark things that get pushed to me on Google News. Uh, but there were like two stories that I was like, oh, okay, this will actually be good. I mean, but the first thing I should mention is that the Friends reunion is coming to HBO Max on May 27th. So if you're an actual Friends fan uh, that has watched this show in the past and isn't catching up like us, then you can watch it. Now, Chris and I will watch it in approximately 2030, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll sort of, yeah, it'll, I'm sure it'll just have so many spoilers yeah like i'm just really trying to stay away from it like i don't click on any news about it don't talk to me about it people like my friends like to send me friend stuff don't tell me about the reunion because i don't want to know what All happens. i want to know is if is fisher stevens in it or not <laughs> does gunther make it i am interested in that oh yeah does he get invited but i do remember one of the things that i saw Lisa Kudrow explains why her son thought Jennifer Aniston was his mom. 
Okay. <laughs> so it was Lisa Kudrow's son's birthday this week as well. And I got pushed so many variations of the story of like Lisa Kudrow wishes her son a happy birthday on Instagram and they look so much alike and they don't look that much alike. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure. They look alike. Like obviously it's her son, but you know, we have friends that could be Lisa Kudrow's son. If we're talking about, they look so much alike. Maybe I should show you that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely not some uncanny resemblance. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you just showed that to me and like, what, whose celebrity offspring is this? Hmm. I don't think I would figure that out. That's a good quiz, friends quiz for the future, not for this episode. Uh, but oh, right. So Lisa Kudrow's son. Why does he think that Jennifer Aniston is his mom? Yeah. So he used to visit his mom on the friend set. And apparently he hasn't seen every episode. He's not like, you know, Joey's daughter. Uh, who loves it even though it's her dad. Remember Rihanna fan? He, she did say that people in school were watching it and he felt like he had to so he can participate in what everyone was watching. And he did think that everybody else was very funny on the show, not her. And she, Conan said, this is on Conan, I guess, on her his show. Conan's working a lot. He's got his podcast and his show. Well, he's winding, winding up his show. Oh, really? He's moving to some sort of HBO Max variety show. Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. But still, he's mm. keeping a show then. She said, he got a little confused. I know that he was really obsessed with Jen. He'd fly into her lap and that's it. That. That's it. This is the worst yet. <laughs> that's the worst yet? Yeah. That's worse than the uh, profile of Joey's daughter? Yeah. At least I learned something about <laughs> this person I don't care about. This is nothing. This is literally, I thought the other one was nothing. This is actually. Well, that was covered by E. I mean, I guess I learned The that Daily Mail, Us the, Weekly, Hello. I guess, so I guess I learned that on at least one occasion, Lisa Kudrow's son sat in Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> lap in the 90s. That's it. Do you know her son's name, at least? Did I say that? I don't think so. Julian. Julian Kudrow? Mm hmm. What was. Uh, Oh, fuck. I totally forgot. Marla? Marina? Mar... Mar... Marlin? Marlena? Marlena. Marina? Marina. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it was, like, oceanic, you know, aquatic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marina. Beautiful name. Marina Bay or something. (laughs) Marina Bay. (laughs) Marina Bay Tribbiani. (laughs) Yeah, she took his fake last name. Matt LeBlanc's daughter's name is Marina Pearl. All right. Time for Friends Trivia? Yeah. It's time for Friends Trivia. So after some riveting Friends news. How are you going to top that? The Shining Trivia. Ooh. Stanley Kubrick was partially inspired by the plot of a show that he directed an episode of. What was the show? The Red Skelton Show? Omnibus? Dragnet? Or the Twilight Zone. Omnibus. That's correct. I, I don't know why I picked it, but when you said it, I maybe I've read that somewhere. Ugh. Why are you reading? All right. The Shining's most famous fan site, the Overlook Hotel, is run by Tom Hanks, movie star, Brian Austin Green, TV actor, Lisa Marie Presley, singer, or Lee Unrich. Toy Story 3 director. Tom Hanks. Nope. Lee Unrich. 
I, I know Tom Hanks loves uh, space, a Space Odyssey. Yeah. That's like his favorite movie. Yeah. That's so why I, I put it there. It was a play. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought, I knew that like, how he can't be so into both of them that he also runs this one, but I don't know. What was, what was the like, actual answer? Uh, Lee Unrich, Toy Story 3 director. Oh. I guess in Toy Story 3, there's a bunch of Shining references. I'll have to rewatch it. The baseball bat that Wendy used to hit Jack is signed by Reggie Jackson, Carl Yastrzemski, Tom Seaver, or Bucky Dent. Bucky Dent. Nope. Carl Yastrzemski. I'm sorry, Chris. You lose again. That was a fast one, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Went down quick. Mm -hmm. Easy. Less pain. No sense in dragging it out. No. I'm sorry. You don't know anything about The Shining. Apparently not. I don't even know if you've seen that movie. I haven't read the book. I did not know. If, when Joey first said that thing about the hotel burning down or blowing up or whatever, I was like, oh, he's making something up to try and trick her into uh, you know, thinking something happens when it doesn't. So I didn't know that actually happened. Oh, so kind of a spoiler for you then. Uh, yeah, if I ever read the book. Yeah, sorry. Now you know. Yeah, thanks, Joey. <laughs> I can't believe you just got spoiled by a 40-year-old TV show or whatever. All right, that's it. You can follow us on just.friends.podcast, where hopefully Chris will post something for you, because I certainly won't. <laughs> yeah, I've got the, the hottest posts. Yeah, Chris does. He does great in the likes. I think that his likes have, like, double the ones that I do. So, catch you next week. Tell your friends. Friends!